is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello everybody. It's your good friend, Bran. I'm here with my good friend, Scott. Scott, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, good friend, Bran. How's it going? I said I know who I want to spend my Valentine's Day with. It's Scotty. Not your wife, not your family, just Scotty. That's exactly right. Scotty and the and the Christmas morning people. That's right. I'm happy to be here. Happy Valentine's to you and Yorn. Uh, hopefully you eat some uh, candy or whatever you want to do today. No, heart-shaped pizza. Heart-shaped pizza. Maybe a little, maybe watch a little rom-com tonight. Whatever you want to do. Um, but what our goal today is, is of course we love the love. We also love Christmas. That's right. And we are getting closer and closer with every moment. And so Merry Christmas to you on top of the Happy Valentine's Day. Scotty, I see that big old mailbag over there on the floor. You mind whipping that bad boy open and seeing what's inside? Maybe we got a Valentine sent to us? We don't, but let's open it anyway. Okay. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. It's not a Valentine, but it is a very nice email from Mark Rowley. He says, Good morning. You read out my email on November 24th, if memory serves. I was the fanatic who puts his Christmas decorations up on September 6th. I remember this, Bran. The person after my own heart. I don't remember this. I don't remember this, but I, I listen, I, there was a lot going on. You and I were very excited about September 6th. I'm sure we were. But, <laughs> but what was the, the reasoning? Well, hold on. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He says, you posed a few questions to myself, and I thought I'd leave the reply until after Christmas so other fellow fanatics can have their correspondence read out first. That's very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. My wife and I take in unwanted stray and homeless animals, such as a parakeet, an African clawed frog, and nine cats. It was 10, but sadly, our 25-year-old Harry passed away on January 2nd. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. 25, though. That's a good run. That is. Especially for a cat. That's like 300 human years. Yeah. So, in agreement with my wife, every cat we adopt, our Christmas decorations go up 10 days earlier. So, as the most we've had was 11, that roughly gave me the first week in September. Part of the agreement was that the tally stuck. So, even if we adopted no more cats and the numbers sadly go down over time... The early September date stays. Now, as a huge wildlife and animal lover, as well as an insane Christmas fanatic, this suits me perfectly. Hope this clears it up. Thank you for your podcast, and may I be the first to wish you a wonderful Christmas 2024. Listen, that's as, as, as clear of a reason as I've ever heard for putting up uh, Christmas decorations on September 6th. Yeah, there is a limit, though, because at some point you're going to back it up all the way to January. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a nice problem to have. Yeah, I mean, event yeah, it, it, there, there has to be uh, a limit, right? In that agreement? Yeah, there probably should have been a rider in there, like, cannot 
come before July 4th or something. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, Mark, you let us know if you've put that in place. <laughs> if not, uh, kudos to you. This guy's out This guy's out thinking the room there. Hey, all the power to you. That's right. At a certain point, you won't have to take them down. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that update. I appreciate it. Uh, Scotty, no new reviews this week, but of course, I still do have some in the hopper. Um, and so this uh, today... Is this from the Lost Batch? No, we're back. We're, we're, we're caught back up. Okay. We're still in December, though. We got a lot right before uh, Christmas, and then they came in uh, during our break, and so I'm still getting to those. Okay. This is from B21986, and it's good to know that our show's reaching outer space. Uh, it sounds like a, an, uh, an outer space name. Um, can we get B21986 over here? <laughs> my, my guess is that uh, this is somebody with a name with a letter B, and they were born on January 19th, 1986. Wow. That's a guess. No, oh, oh, uh, uh, February, two. two oh, I'm sorry, yes, two. That's yeah. good. Maybe it's, uh, yeah, that's a good good idea. Let's find out. Uh, Christmas all year round. I enjoy listening to Brandon Scott talk about Christmas all year round. I love listening to the song battles, the Christmas jokes, and the countdown to Christmas, even when it's months away. They give me just enough Christmas joy to get me through the year. Then when it's closer to Christmas, they come along with daily episodes that give me Christmas joy Every day. Love, love, love this Christmas podcast. Just a side note, my Apple account wouldn't let me leave a review. I've been trying for two weeks. Finally got my husband's account so I could leave one. Hopefully no one else is having this issue. I don't know if they have or not. You're the only one that I know of that's (laughs) gone the extra mile. And so I appreciate that. Thank you so much. That's right. The road is littered with uh, people who have given up at some point. But this person didn't give up. I appreciate that. Thank you. Many people when faced with the dilemma of should I, how important is this review? Go, probably not that important. So I thank <laughs> you to B21986 for going the extra mile. I, although I guess that's technically her uh, husband's, but whatever. Uh, I, I appreciate it nevertheless. I also appreciate a good Christmas joke, Scotty. Do you got one? Are you ready for it? I'm, I'm ready. Oh yeah, no, I do. Okay. I do. I even reached over for the book last night, Bran. Okay. So talk about going the extra mile here. You sure did. You, uh, how close was it, though? It was within arm's reach, okay, but good. I had to fully turn my body to the right. Oh, my gosh. People say that Scotty doesn't do anything around here. This guy goes above and beyond. Who says that? Uh, no one does. This oh, guy you- goes above and beyond on a regular basis, including turning his body. And so actually what I did was before I, I sat down on the guest bed, which is where I put together all the notes because it's nice and comfy in there and the cat likes to sit with me. Okay. I reached into the nightstand and pulled out the book before I sat down. So I didn't actually have to reach, but that's not important right now. That's forward thinking though. That's forward thinking. What's important is the joke. Yes. Why didn't the beluga make it to Christmas dinner? First of all, I love saying beluga. I think it's uh, very right. fun. And honestly, it's a hodgepodge beluga. You saying it, I completely missed the joke. So say it one more time. Why didn't the beluga make it to Christmas dinner? It was in whaley bad traffic. Ah, it's so close. Okay. It didn't feel too whale. Waka, waka. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that one. Come on. I love that one. Kind of a bad pun. I love that one. Let's do the countdown. Joy to the world. 315 days until Christmas. 315. 315. 45 weeks. 
I don't know if this is anything, but we're three fifteen days away from Christmas on two fourteen. I don't know. That's probably nothing, hmm. but it's fun. How many weeks does it take for a uh, a baby to uh, to be born? You know, to mature and be born. Uh, like, well, it's is nine, it like thirty nine months, thirty nine so weeks or something, yeah, something like that. Forty, forty. Weeks. Okay, so we're not quite there yet, but we'll, we're on the watch. Forty days. No, forty weeks. Yeah, we're I don't we're know. trying to gestate a yeah. Christmas baby here. I did not like that. <laughs> it's thirty two weeks or two hundred and thirty days until October first. What about until uh, what was it? August first. <laughs> yeah, the problem there is if we start doing every single one that people <laughs> write in about, it's just going to turn into uh, like a segment that's three times as long. So yeah, how long until Mark gets to put up his Christmas tree on September sixth? <laughs> we need a Mark Christmas tree watch. Oh boy! You know what? We'll just loosely keep track of that one on our own. Okay. Yeah, how about like some news? That. I got it for you. Today is February 14th. A special shout out to Judy. Love ya. Here's the news. Who's Judy? I don't know. Uh, but I guess it's Valentine. I guess it's... Could have used some more context there, but okay. Judy, uh, you know uh, Christmas light displays uh, that are set to... You and I both know Christmas light We displays. know them. We love them. And I think we have both been to the ones that you kind of drive through them and they're dancing to the music and it's fun and it's nice and you love it. Well, one town in Colorado by the name of Loveland, Colorado, Scott. Not, not too far from me. They have, uh, they said, why does Christmas get all the love when it comes to the drive through light displays? A fair question, especially for a town called Loveland, where Valentine's Day is their thing. We say Loveland, but okay. Okay, I'm saying Loveland. Yeah, but um, but in this case, because it's Valentine's Day, Love Space Land. That's exactly right. So, uh, Loveland uh, has a drive through uh, Christmas light display at a park. And it goes uh, from February, it was happening uh, through the 18th of February. And it is a bunch of lights, like pink lights and red lights and hearts and whatnot. It's set to some music. It is, uh, you can stay for around 30 minutes and get an entire show for that 30 minutes set to your favorite love songs. So if you're somebody who is maybe in the Christmas blues and is missing the Christmas lights, this might be a nice way to kind of okay if i know it's not christmas but at least i still get some fun light shows so a shout out to loveland colorado for uh, thinking outside the box there i like that yeah that's a great idea why not you know if, if we i was gonna say if, if we have to celebrate the holiday what i mean is if we have to stop celebrating christmas that's exactly and move right. on to the next holiday I still like lights. I just like lights. I do too. I do too. And so I think that's just, that's just. It doesn't matter the holiday. Just put up lights. And if you're like you, and you know maybe some nice like love is for the way you and the song the lights are doing the thing. I like it. I like this idea, and I think we could keep doing it. A little Fourth of July show. I know some people do the light displays on their houses for Halloween. I know that's been a a rising trend over the past few years. And so um, I'm interested to see maybe more and more um, towns across the country begin to get in on the uh, other holiday light shows. I'm not upset about it if it happens. Yeah. Everyone knows, though, Christmas is the Super Bowl. I would propose that the uh, theme song, though, could be uh, Flashlight by P-Funk. Can you sing that for me? No. 
I'll put it in now. Oh, wow. That's good. That's That's real good. Well, there you go. A little uh, Christmas Valentine news crossover for you today on Valentine's Day. I thought it was only fair. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll see if uh, maybe if you're not in the mood for a rom-com tonight, maybe there's some Christmas TV for you. We'll find out on the other side of the break here on Christmas Morning. Welcome back, everybody. Man, the North Pole, uh, it's quiet these days. I feel like they typically, there's a few that uh, are kind of keeping the the workshop afloat, but by and large, I don't know where everyone goes. Yeah, really, they're just keeping it maintained. There's no actual work going on here. You know where else there isn't any work going on? Over at Uh MostlyChristmas.com. Uh-oh. I thought my script was broken. And I said, oh, no, no, it can't just be this few. Well, no, it is this few. So here are your very sparse Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 3 p.m. on IFC, Everybody Loves Raymond, All I Want for Christmas. 9.55 p.m. on TV Land, Everybody Loves Raymond, Season's Greetings. And 10.30 p.m. on TBS, Modern Family, White Christmas. Hey, that's not a bad Valentine's Night double feature, though. To close out the night, watch a little Everyone Loves Raymond and then switch over to the Modern Family Christmas double feature. That's not bad. No, you're right. That's not terrible. It's not bad. Thursday, 4.30 a.m. on Fee TV, Hazel, just 86 shopping minutes till Christmas. 6 a.m. on Pop, ER. Art was the night, 6 a.m. on Start TV, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, The Homecoming, 7.30 a.m. on Turner Classic Movies, Bachelor Mother from 1939. Alonzo, I'm going to need some information on what this is. Bachelor Mother. 10.30 a.m. on Sundance, The Andy Griffith Show, The Christmas Story, 12 p.m. on Freeform, Boy Meets World, Santa's Little Helper. 12.30, you love The Boy Meets World, don't you? I love The Boy Meets World. What what channel is that, Arion? Freeform? Freeform. Oh, I have an update for you when this is over. Don't let me forget. Okay, good. Great. 12.30 p.m. on VH1, Living Single, Living Kringle. Friday, 8 p.m. on Hallmark, One Royal Holiday, and 10 p.m. on Hallmark, Right Before Christmas. And then finally, Saturday, 9 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, Mystery on Mistletoe Lane. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Now, Brian, I have an update for you that's TV and movie related. Hit me. I finally watched Jingle All the Way. Oh, well, welcome. Welcome. So uh, Joe Fulton, the Christmas aficionado, asked me to uh, be on his show, and we would do the good parts of Jingle All the Way, and I've never seen it. So I said, I think what you're what you're saying is it's turbo time. Yeah, you could say that. Boy, howdy, that movie is something. And our our good friend Alonzo says, was it great or were you eight? It was great. I can see that if I saw that movie when I was eight years old. I would absolutely think it's one of the greatest movies of all time, probably. As an adult, the movie doesn't hold up. Boy, is there a lot of violence in that movie. Like, it, it's very... Uh, it's slapsticky, yes. Uh, it's like, yes. almost like slapstick and awesome. uh, like Pratt yeah. Falls, and it was a little over the top. What you're saying is it's awesome. Overall, I, I'm glad I saw the movie. It wasn't a total waste of two hours like my wife said it was, but... I'm not going to be watching Jingle All the Way 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. No, I actually started uh, 2 for the first time ever after my viewing of Jingle All the Way this uh, past year, and I made it 10 minutes, and that was too much. For me. <gasps> I have an idea. I have an idea for when I'm with you in person this summer. 
You want to watch it together? Let's do it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, come on. We can make we can make Dan and Alonzo watch it with us, oh, too. Oh, gosh. I just feel bad. If Listen, I, if will, Chris, I don't. I'll just say this. If a Christmas movie is too bad for me to watch it, <laughs> I I would feel very bad making Dan watch it. Even it's so I bad, it's good, probably. No, 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 no. All right, fine. We'll watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. Have you ever watched that in its entirety? I'll do that. I've been, no, I've been, uh, I have not seen it in its entirety, but I, I know that I need to. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I thank you for not sl- completely slandering the name of Jingle all the way like some people do. I won't. I won't stand for it. I'm not a pervert. No, it's it's not that bad. You have to. You know, put if you the watch cookie it a, down. <laughs> if you watch it just as a love it. very silly movie, all these then cookies. yeah, it's funny. It, it had its moments, and it was I there was love, a charm love to it. That yeah. Movie. Oh gosh! I, 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 oh, it's just so good. Anyway, let's let's carry on. Um, it's time for the Christmas music battle. Let's get to the results. Last week we uh, did the we did the battle for Christmas Island, and I remember we were both like, I think this could be a close battle. Yeah. And boy, was it close, Scotty. And I will agree. I'm a little I'm a little hurt. I was going into this one on a little bit of a streak and I felt kind of good about it. Granted my my version it came in last place. It was a version by Kayla Ramu and Hannah Barstow. And granted Christmas. a little on the slow side, but I thought the vocals would maybe get some more votes and it didn't do bad. It came in third place with with 30% of the votes. You know, that version reminded me that I should have gone to see if Cynthia Lynn had a uke version yeah, yeah, of yeah, Christmas yeah. Island. That probably would have been very good. Yeah. So that was Kayla Ramu and uh, Hannah Barstow. But 17 votes. It's not like a big loss. No. For the people out there that uh, are doing the quick math, 30% for last place means that second and third place has to be pretty close. And you would be correct. Uh, would 33... well, no, technically it doesn't. You, you could have 30%, 10%, and 60% like you like your wins have been in the last few weeks, but that's not what we have today. No, no, no. But what what I'm saying is, if if last place mm. got thirty, I see what you're saying. Yes, you're correct. There's all you only right, have right. so much yeah. to work with there. Um, that means that second place, thirty three point nine percent of the votes, losing by one vote. This was the this was what I would have voted for personally if I was voting. I think this is a really fun version. I love it. I love it when artists take some creative liberties, do a little something, but it still, it still is the song. Uh, but nevertheless, with one more vote than that, and with 35.7% of the vote, the winner is Joel Patterson. Scotty? Yeah, I'm, I'm as shocked as anybody else on this one. It's finally good to be wow, wow, wow. back on the board without you pulling away too far. Um, Joel Patterson's great. I love all his albums that are on Bandcamp and highly recommend it. So, cool. Yes, yes. Um, well, it is time for original I Christmas forgot something, music. Brand. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, last week, we got submissions from Parker Hallett and Elizabeth Nelson, and I forgot to mention it. I apologize for that. Very Thank nice. you both for submitting songs. Thank you, Scotty. Uh, it's time for this week's battle. It is the second Wednesday, which means it's original Christmas music week. And uh, to uh, tip the hat to Valentine's Day, we decided to make it extra difficult and say it has to be an original Christmas song that has something to do with love. 
Well, we said it didn't have to be original, but you got extra bonus points if it was original, and every submission we got was original. So how about that? Those parameters, those parameters were pretty loose, um, but I'm excited to hear. This was, I, 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 I uh, like, how do you search it? I searched Christmas love song. I typed Christmas and, love, uh, yeah. And Christmas there were a ton of results. Of, of poked around. Uh, so let's find out what we got up first. We got Christmas love story. Well, hold on. What about the trivia? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You go ahead. You got the trivia. Okay. So I tried something new this time for the Christmas trivia brand. Okay. I wanted to keep the love theme going. So I went to Billboard's top 100 Christmas songs of all time to see if any of the songs have the word love in the title. Okay. And they don't. Oh. But there is one artist in the list. With love in her name. Do you know who it would have been? Darlene Love. That's right. Boom. Her song, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, is on the top 100 songs of all, Christmas songs of all time billboard list, and she has love in the name. That's the best I could do for this week. Which would be which would be a Christmas love song by Darlene Love. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I thought there would have been at least one with the word love in it, but nope. Good trivia today, Scotty. Well I done. Tried. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, up first, we have Christmas Love Story uh, by, uh-oh, Stink Palm. <laughs> can't place the artist that they remind me of, Bran, but it's early 2000s, like yes, right around absolutely. 2001, 2002. Can't think of it. I enjoyed that one. I like that. I liked it a lot. Stink Palm. It's a Moscow-based punk band. Stink Palm's a great band name. Well done. Love that for them. Yeah. All right. What's next, Bran? Up next, we have a song called That's Christmas by Maya Rogers. That's Christmas to me, Christmas to 
That feels like an R&B love song. I can see why it was picked. And man, they really got their mileage out of the snaps on that one. Yeah. Good song. Uh, Last but not least, a little Christmas love. Not a lot, just a little. And this is by Lil, not a lot, Red Ambulance. The air is so cold, we light up the fire and stay inside. Our cheeks are so numb, but we can't help smiling even if we try. Girl, I know this winter's been our darkest season, but hey, we're still shining, baby, you're my reason. There's a little love, that's the only thing I'm wishing for, wishing for. We listen for the bells in the skies above, it's Christmas Eve and I'm falling in love. I get too small, but if you're smart enough, I take my heart, I'd wrap it up. And I expected all the songs today were going to be all saccharine and, yeah. you know, schmoopy. And they weren't. What a nice mix it was today, even with the love song theme. That was great. Yeah. That last one. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still moving my head. I'm still. Remind me next week to give you extra info on the band Little Red Ambulance. You've got you've got a little bit more of information about them. I've got a, a little <laughs> bit of info about a little red ambulance. All right, so, but I want to mention it next week. I don't want to uh, change the vote. More than fair. We got listener submissions this week from Elizabeth Cullen, Drew Basic, Katie Leepak, John Rice, and Phil Clark. Thank you all for submitting. It was a lot of fun to listen to all these songs, and I was shocked that every one of these was an original. Man, how about that? I don't even know if that's the melody, but the, all right. Can we move on? Yeah, we can okay, move cool. on if you want to. <laughs> I have a question about next week's song. Yes, it's going to be the third Wednesday of the month. Mm-hmm. I believe we've been doing instrumentals. Should we do that on the third or the last? Mm. I'm fine with either. I just feel like since we did it the third last time, maybe we should just stick with it at this point. All right. We'll absolutely stick with it then. So next week, find an instrumental Christmas song you like on Bandcamp and copy the link and send it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. I think I might submit Christmas Island by Joel Peterson. I think it... I think it <laughs> Maybe he has a little... Can't be submitted. Ah, dang it. It's already been on the list. Dang it. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, We did, everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back next week uh, with another episode. Hopefully, you all have a wonderful uh, night, whether you're going out or staying in. I hope that it is full of love with you and your family. Scotty, I love you, buddy. I love you, bud. And I love all of our listeners, all the morning people. Thanks for being here, especially in February. Absolutely. And I'm even wearing a red, I'm wearing a red uh, uh, jacket today. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the yeah, spirit. I'm wearing red socks. You just can't see them. Absolutely. Uh, we're back next week. Until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.